What's up, folks? Thanks for checking out the podcast. I think you're going to really like this one today. We have this random stranger on the show. I'm joking. He's a good friend of the show, a big supporter of ASB, and uh, one of the first people to play in one of our local cornhole tournaments and now he's taken it to the level with you know along with some friends here locally he has taken it to tournaments he's taking it to the next level with specialized bags and boards and and training things and tools and I mean I'm telling you guys cornhole has not just been that backyard thing for the last two years it's gone way past that now you can still do it go tailgate with cornhole go and do backyard stuff but if you see somebody that probably went to a tournament or maybe they're wearing a jersey i'm now saying maybe don't put money on that okay maybe don't uh put a bet down that you're gonna beat them because chances are they have been playing a lot and they have a lot of practice under their belt and have strategies in this game that you just think, oh, I just got to get it over there on that board. It's far beyond that. And John dives into that for us today. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear this one. Uh, Really good dude. A lot of fun here. Without further ado, here's our interview with John Ramirez. Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey, your host. Very excited for today's podcast. We have John Ramirez on, going to give us some insight in the game of cornhole. But not only that, he's going to give us some insight on grooming tips on his beard. Apparently, a mishap led to him shaving his face. I've never seen you with a shaved face, John. What is that all about? You're going to come at me like that? You're going to make fun of my beard? Man, that's sacred. That's like, uh, that's me. That's me. That's all all you. So, John, uh, all jokes aside, uh, you really fell into the game of cornhole. I mean, I remember when you first started trying to play it, right? You first started to, like, actually enjoy it. It was it was almost a struggle for the whole group. Everybody here, even in Carlsbad, like, just all together, Carlsbad was just kind of like, what is this? And now it's gotten to the point where there is is more than just a handful of guys that have the skill level to go and compete in tournaments day in and day out. So we're going to get into that and everything that that entails, but you specifically have really just fallen in love with this sport. What is it specifically for you that makes you just go, I I just have to play cornhole. I got to go to this tournament. I got to do this and and I got to go buy this. Well, the main thing with cornhole, it's, it's anybody can play. It don't matter how old you are, how young you are, male, female, doesn't matter. That's what's nice about this sport. Anybody can play. Anybody can win. Yeah. I stole the line from ACL, but that's, that's the story. I mean, it's the truth. Couldn't be more more like straight up than that. But yeah, so go ahead. Sorry. I mean, with the game, the way we fell in love with it, we all started off in the backyard. We had nothing else to do on a Friday night. So we're like, hey, we'll try this out. You know, come over, we'll throw some bags, cook out, see what we can do. Did that for about a month. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? We should have a tournament. Sure. And then you brought the first official tournament here Fair. outside of the backyard. Right. And then the more we played, the more we liked it. There's probably the core group out of us here in Carlsbad is, I'll say, seven deep, eight deep that'll travel. Okay. And, I mean, we have way more than that, but as far as the core traveling group of us. You guys get the short bus out and head out. Yeah, I wouldn't say the short bus. More like the, <laughs> the suburban. You know, we're Okay, not, fair enough. We don't rock the short bus yet. <laughs> we're not big. Once we get to 10. That's big time. Yeah, once we get to 10, we'll get the short bus there out. There you go. Okay, fair enough. 
I love it. Okay, so John, I've noticed that uh, your love for the sport goes beyond just playing the sport. It's it's collecting things. It's it's buying the right gear and things like that. I want to dive into the collectibles of things because um, I've talked to Cornell people before, but I've never really gotten the insight that I've gotten from you in the past. And uh, I just got to know. Cornhole bags are super important to the game and how well you do. How can I slide this bag? How can I get this bag to stick and to block? And and there's a lot that goes into it. Um, but more than that, there's money that goes into it. So tell me the most you've spent on a set of bags and, and what maybe they're worth now. The most I've spent on a set of bags recently yeah. was the kill shot, uh, kill shot bags. They're, okay. they're nine millimeters. I paid one fifty for the set, okay, which is four bags. That's that's expensive for my taste, but go that's for it. That's expensive, period. Okay. I mean, most of your bags. See, and I thought it wasn't. I figured that that's just kind of like par for the course. So that is expensive, one fifty. It's one of the higher end bags. Yeah. Okay. You mean you get your average bags will go fifty, fifty five bucks, sure. seventy five bucks. You get the few that go up in the hundred dollar range. Okay. And that's the primary market. That's where you buy them from the supplier. Now the secondary market, that's a whole another can of worms you're getting into. So we're talking like Yeezy esque. Like, yeah. like as far as shoe goes, like if you, if I go and buy even Jordans at the store when they first come out and it's hot and they're sold out, I'm going to turn around and sell it to you. Now, now the price is marked. Oh, your uh, price will be two, three times what they're worth. Okay. So what are your one fifties worth now? My nine millimeters, once they get here, if I decide to play with them, I'll keep them. If I don't, I could probably get on the secondary market and drop five to $600. Really? Easily. Wow. Okay. And so what is that? Like once you get them in. What makes you decide I'm going to play with these or, you know, I'm going to buy five more sets of these eventually because I can sell them right now. It just depends on the way they throw. I mean, it sounds different, but each bag, you got your stick side, your slick side. You got super fast, super sticky. Some people prefer a tight woven bag where it doesn't fold as much. Some okay. people like a loose bag. It Like my play style, I need a stickier bag. I need something that will slow down, something I can play defense with. And yes, there is defense in Cornhole if you didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's not simple. Just <laughs> throw a bag and let's see where it lands. Right. No, I know. I know. Exactly. So you go and get in front of the other guy. You start blocking his shots. And uh, basically, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's not defense. I mean, in a way it is, though. You not physically, think, though. You got to think each bag is its own player. Sure. I mean, so, yeah, you can throw a bag in front and say, all right, that's my block bag. Sure. Let's see what they can do. Can they go around it? Can they go push it off the board? Can they keep it in play? I mean, it's, it's way more than just throwing bags. You have gotten, uh, you know, really into this sport to the point of, of training differently as well. Right. So they have boxes and I've actually seen yours. You have a, it's like a training box set where it's just made and just designed them to send in airmails. Right. Right. So how big has that been for your game or has it really affected when I was training every day with it, when I could play? Yeah. It helped a lot. Really? You go from making one out of every 10 bags to if you train, right, you can go two out of four. Goodness gracious. I mean, there's some guys will shoot four out of four airmails. If you don't know what the airmail is, I mean, that's it's basically just a swish in basketball. Okay. That's the best way to explain it. Mm -hmm. Nothing but net, just straight in the hole, nothing. Just like nothing over the top. And maybe one of the more glorious shots in the game, if not the most glorious shot? I'll say it's the most hyped shot in the game. Okay. So I mean, give me the best thing that you can do um, in the game. What what is What would be considered like the three-point shot of basketball? you know, curry range and everything like that with all the flash that comes with it. Oh, all the flash. You want a flashy shot. It's the airmail plus one. Okay. It's the airmail for your bag, but yet you can still not say the holes there. Okay. You throw your airmail as you throw your airmail, your opponent has a bag in the way. You literally 
throw it out of the way. That airmail ah. pushes that bag off the back of the board or the side of the board. It just takes it completely out. It's a hard shot. Only a few people can make it, but it's a sweet shot once you do. That's pretty cool. Okay. And you told me about a shot that I found very interesting where you can you can put a block up for me and, and I can find a way to spin it specifically and it's going to flop. It's going to bounce and flop over your bag without yours falling in, even if yours is like on the, on the edge, right? Yeah. That, it's and the, somebody's perfected that. It's the flop shot. Some people call it a roll bag. More recently, it's the flop shot. Okay. But basically... You have a your bag is in front of the hole. Your opponent throws the bag to where once it lands and hits yours, it'll actually literally roll over your bag mm. and just right into the hole. It's a it's a more of a skilled shot to make. It's fairly new, but once you learn it, it's deadly to have. Okay, for all these people that wa- that are listening and and all the people that watch the sport of cornhole on ESPN, maybe they're watching uh, what do you call it the Johnsonville yeah, games, yeah, right? Have, it's it's ACL. It's American okay. Cornhole League. Okay, so whatever you decide to watch, whether it's locally or on TV, you probably see the tournament at face value. Uh, from what I've heard from you, there's way more that goes into that as far as bets goes, as far as like side games go and things like that. If, if, if I'm playing and I'm a, a very good player and you're watching from the side, you might place a bet on me, and that's something that just goes on regularly. I wouldn't say regularly, but it's okay. out there. I mean, you can find the guys who say, all right, let's do $5 a game. Let's do $5 a point. I'll spot you so many points. Let's see what you can do. I mean, there's there's other ways around it. But I mean, saying that I am playing against somebody else and you're watching from the side. Oh yeah, I mean, you can okay. you can pick your side, you can pick your guy. I mean, it's just like any other sport, right? If I'm if I want the Dodgers to beat the Diamondbacks, then I put a bet down and I'm watching the game, right? It's it's same thing that goes that happens live. Oh yeah, I mean, you can find people all day long. You can even get uh, the serious guys will give you point spreads. Okay. I mean, you can get me up against the pro, and they'll be like, "I'll give you 15 points." I don't think I don't think I can score five points against the pro. I might not, but hey, I'm gonna take it. Sure. I mean, it's only game to 21, oh. so if I can't get five points, what am I doing even playing? Right, right. So wait, but you said 15 point spot plus five—that's 20 points. John, you still lost the game. Well, yeah, I did lose the game, but I mean, it's a pro, <laughs> so I'm not planning on winning. I mean, okay, fair enough. My my point is, if I can get five, I won. Yeah, because they're that good. I mean, you can play all day long, and they're just that good. That. Is there skill that goes into that as well, like past just all the hard work? Oh, it, it's definitely skill. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says about the sport. There's skill. There's, I mean, it's there's skill involved. Yeah. It's not just, like I keep saying, it's not just throwing bags at a board. Sure. It's definitely not. Okay. And not as far as like footwork goes, not as far as catching goes or anything like that. It's all about how can I be precise and how can I release this bag the right way at different times? Because what I used to do is I would watch the game or I'd watch uh, cornhole matches go on. And then I'd see a, somebody just be really um, accurate at the hole, close to the hole or on the board. But it's not its not just like that, right? You step out. How, how far do you have to step out? You can go three foot from your side of the board. Okay. So I can go three foot outside of, or from the side of my board and then I throw it in and that's going to curve around. And, and that's the advantage and differences that, that have changed over time, right? I mean, oh, yeah. This sport has evolved. I mean, before it was, all right, I got one right in the hole. What do I do? I can push it out the way and try to sure. go in with it. Or I can, now you can step out, catch a better angle. See if you can, I mean, people can even cut their bag enough spin and have it go right to left, left to right, whatever Jeez. side of the board you're on. I mean, it's ridiculous the way they're getting these bags thrown now. This thing went from tailgating to the big leagues essentially, but it never really lost its tailgate feel, right? I mean, you can still drink while you're playing professionally. Oh yeah. There's pro players that won't play without a beer in their hand. That's cool. And well, I say it's a beer, but I mean, it's, it's in a cup. They can't, I guess sponsorship wise, but, they're drinking. I mean, I know girls right. that played. It was a cup of wine. 
You just have to have something. Okay. And I mean, up close and personal, because you've been to some of the pro tournaments and yeah, we watched were, them play. Yeah, we were at the Arizona Bag Brawl last year. Okay. We participated in that. I mean, we didn't do too hot, but we were there. And it's it's just such a huge feel. I mean, it's you've been to sporting events. You've been to pro yeah. games. And with Cornhole, you might not say it's big and, and huge, but at the event, seeing all the players, seeing all the people – it feels like a legit big time sport. There are celebrities. Yeah. You get have you gotten autographs? I haven't had anybody get autographs yet. I've gotten plenty of pictures. Yeah. I know a lot of people that get bags, like their personal bags signed by pros. There's they have their own jerseys you can buy now. I mean it's they have wow. they just came out with playing cards last year for some players. Interesting. That's it. I mean, I just can't I mean, I don't know. Imagine trading like for this guy standing here throwing a bag to this guy throwing a bag on this card but it's worth it's going to be worth some money like really soon i'm sure hopefully i mean that's that's their end yeah. game is being being big i mean right now last year's finals for the acl i think the total payout for the weekend was two hundred fifty thousand. imagine that being a million dollars yeah at one point with the right sponsorships the right viewerships i mean a million's not out of the question no golly that's insane all right john i want you to dive into the controversy that happened uh, just recently, as a matter of fact, you went to a tournament in Albuquerque right here in New Mexico and uh, a pretty big event, but it got shut down. So what happened? It was the Duke City Classic. It was okay. this past weekend, which was September 6th or 18th through the 21st, I believe. Okay. It was, it's probably the biggest event we have in New Mexico outside of our state tournament, but it, it went smooth. There was probably, I'll say 300 players, maybe, wow. maybe 350 total. Okay. We had women's singles. We had senior singles. We've had crew cup, which is four on four. I mean, we had upper divisions, lower divisions. We had an overall doubles division. And we got through Friday night, which was women's singles, senior singles, and the crew cup. We got down to the final three teams of crew cup because we ran out of time that night. Okay. Everything went smooth. It almost felt normal, I'll say. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's weird to say now, but with, in today's world with the pandemic, feeling normal is huge. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, you don't see it no more. And then Saturday morning started off fairly well. We had the upper singles go through. We yeah. finished that out. That was a 64-player field. Wow. Uh, we had a champion out of Arizona. He came back and beat one of the local guys, which was they went two out of three for the final set. He came out of the loser's bracket and was just mm. on fire. Wow. And then and that's a big thing in cornhole. Yeah, I mean, again. Just having the hot hand. Once you get, yeah, once you get hot and you don't get, I mean, people say, you don't need a warm up. You don't need this. No, it's it's huge difference. You gotta have your warm. You gotta have your shoulder ready. I mean, the day of throwing bags, you can throw six hundred bags if you get to the championship. You don't realize it, but I mean, you gotta think. Them them four bags around add up, and after and they're really not that light. <laughs> like no, it's, you can have them heavier even, right? No, you get up to there's certain the the weight? weight limits are like fifteen and a half ounces to sixteen and a half ounces. Okay, that's all from about. Okay, so that's not that's. It's a square bag. It's about five and three quarters to maybe six and a quarter. You get about a quarter inch each way, quarter ounce each way. Um, each manufacturer, same thing, different fills in their bags, different ways they fill. That, that's all back to the equipment side of it. Okay. So the lighter bags are the ones that are filled a little less usually. Uh, I wouldn't say less, but maybe a lighter fill. Like okay. The polyurethane beads. Or oh, okay. Different, different materials. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you don't, it's called cornhole, but you ain't seen a corn bag in years in that okay. game, especially now in the competitive With the side. good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So before we move on with this, um, tell me about the masks situation. Like what was the policy there? Cause obviously 
everybody wants to stay afloat, so you got to try and oh yeah, do what you do. Yeah, you had to you had to have masks. You if you were on a board playing, you, there was no question. Mm. It didn't matter if it was a face gate a face gator, a typical blue surgical mask, an N95 mask. I mean, you had to have something covering your mouth. It yeah. wasn't just stand up there and play the game. There was no handshakes. There was no really talking to your opponent. I mean, you could talk, but you can't sit there and just be face to face with them. They wanted you socially distanced apart. Sure. So, I mean, you had, I mean, they do everything they could. They had hand sanitizers everywhere. They had wipes, they had alcohol for cleaning, for cleaning up. I mean, there was everything we could do. Okay. It just wasn't enough. So how did this come about with getting shut down? Cause I can't imagine somebody busted down the door with a boot and said everybody scram and everybody just picked up and left. I mean, th- this this was probably a lot more civilized than that, right? Oh no, it was full on. DEA came in, guns drawn, ready to go. <laughs> DEA, yeah, wow. I mean, it was just straight up just FBI COVID task force craziness. You're no, lying. I am. Okay, I really okay. Am. I was like, damn. No, what what happened was the, the <laughs> a state cop showed up, mm. a fire marshal, local fire marshal showed up, and then after a minute, they had the health inspector show up. The state cop was very friendly. He was very professional. He wasn't making a big deal out of anything. He's, we weren't in compliance. That's our fault. I mean, as players, we should know better. We were still in large groups. We didn't. We our warehouse was on the fairly bigger side. I mean, yeah. I couldn't give you an exact measurement, but it was. So they didn't tell you guys like, all right, once you're not playing, you guys, you guys need to kind of spread out across you know this area, but not stay in the warehouse. You still stayed there. It's fine. At first, they didn't tell us that, but once the state cop showed up and started going down the rules and regulations and started enforcing them a little bit, he said, yeah, if you're not playing, the place we were at had a little food court. They had probably about three restaurants. They had two mini bars. They actually had a sports bar there. Okay. So we could have spread out, but as players wanting to be social and be with everybody, because I mean, we don't see these people all the time. Mm. I mean, like I said, there's eight of us here in Carlsbad that play competitive, competitively to travel. We go up to Albuquerque and they have 70 or 80 players that we know. And it's just seeing everybody. Of course, you know, it like I said, it felt normal and it just, it couldn't be. That's the comfortability of it. And, and the best part about cornhole. And right now it's still just kind of floating in the air. Right. Cause I mean, there's still places, there's places or States that are open that are completely fine and they're not worried about stuff like this. Oh yeah. Like we have a tournament coming up this weekend in Andrews, Texas, and they have it. I think right now the, Single side of it is close to 80-something players, maybe 90 now. Okay. They have the open doubles, which is probably around 64, 64 teams. What does that run you, by the way, as uh, far as entries go? Each tournament's different. Some people only want 10 20 bucks a player, mm. maybe 50 bucks a team. Some will want $100 a team. It just depends where you go. Um, mostly everybody pays out up to 90% of the pot. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you'll get 100% depending on who's having it. That's just because you know you got to pay the, the rental fees for the location or sure. something like that. Interesting. Okay. So there's so many variables to this. I, I I just find it fascinating how far this sport has come, especially over what, how long have you been playing now? About four years? Not even four. I mean, it's, it's more realistically, maybe two and a half to three years. Okay. And like competitive, competitively, I'll say about a year and a half. Wow. And that's actually traveling, going to places. Like I said, I've been to Maricopa, Arizona for a national event. We had plans this year for Utah, Denver, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth areas have, it's huge. The ultimate goal would be to the national titles or national championship games in South Carolina. Okay. Wow. Okay. And that's what, that's the next step. That's the end game. That's I mean, where you guys want to end up. Yeah. What, what, what is your specific goal for yourself? Say that two years down the road, I call John Ramirez up and I say, Hey man, what's the status on cornhole? What do you want to be able to say at that point in time? At that point in time, I want to be able to say I signed up for a tournament and I was one of the favorites to win it. Okay. 
I mean, it's, that would be. It's not just huge. go. I don't want to go just donate money and play. I mean, it's playing to me is great. I'll go play twenty bucks a person, fifty bucks. I don't care as long as I'm there playing because you you get in the tournament, you have a shot to win. Yeah, don't matter who it is. Sure, and, and I mean, great players have bad games. Oh yeah, I mean, not great, such great players have good games. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, you catch the right person on your hot side or their weak side, and or they're just having a bad day. Anything can happen. Sure, that's the okay. beauty of this game. I like that. I like that answer, man. I really do. Um, you guys have jerseys you have patches you have swag right i mean you have the backpack i've seen that um what else do you have shorts do you have masks anything that we hats can, we haven't gotten that deep into the, no. the shorts and the socks and the, the underwear yet not no not, not that not yet uh, the just, sh- you're still in the protocol like you're in the prototype stage yeah we're still filling out just what, what feels out. right you know okay. eventually i'll be out there in a onesie just playing like a just a, as you should yeah yeah but yeah it's there's enough equipment and styles from everybody across the country that you could have a full on wardrobe with these jerseys. Yeah. And some of the stuff they have is just, it's amazing work. You'd be surprised what people do and then just sketch out something. Right. They just, they, they dig, they dig deep into it. Oh yeah. I mean, you've, you've done graphic designing. You know what it is. Oh, it's beautiful. It can be really fun to do, especially for somebody that has a passion for it. That's why I think it's really cool. what You guys have, and, uh, you know, I, I know a guy that that's really willing to, to design something for you guys. The next step. See, I've, I've heard, but I haven't seen none of his work. I don't know if I can trust him. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to see if he'll send you something. <laughs> um, all right. So, Hey, tell me what, uh, so John, I go and see you in a cornhole tournament. You're down deep into this tournament. You're in the zone. Hot as can be final, you know, top 10 right now. Uh, haven't lost yet. What is going on everywhere? Tell me what's in your hand. Are you holding something in your hand? Is there ear, you know, is there AirPods in the ears? Is there a hat on? Like run me through what John looks like in this scenario. And then what's maybe one of the wackier things you've seen. My, myself, typically I'll have either my beats on or a set of AirPods in. If I'm, if I need to be zoned out, if I'm really into the game and really, I need to have music on and I'll just get tunnel vision. I don't care who's around me, who's cheering, who's, Who's anywhere? Just I, it's me, the board, and four bags. Sure, I don't even see my opponent's bags. I just see the board. With the way I'm feeling, what goes on the mind is honestly nothing. I try to have the clearest mind. You can't be thinking because you're throwing underarm. You got to sit there, and it's it's precision. You can't just be thinking about oh, what's going on? Like you right. can't be. I gotta throw it harder than this guy. I gotta impress somebody. Yeah, you impress people by being consistent. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. key of the game is just being consistent. Once you sure. get in that zone and you just you don't move, you don't mm. you don't change your feet, you don't walk around, you stay still and just all right, let's throw. You get in that rhythm. Because without okay. that rhythm, it's it's a lot longer game. And then what? T-shirt, shorts. Oh yeah, I have my normal tennis shoes. I'll have one no of, hat. No, no hat. I, I ain't got the hair for a hat. I, mean, I, I wear a hat. I wear a hat and it just falls out faster. I'm, okay. You laugh at my beard. It's, my beard's my goal, but my hair, you know, don't don't mention that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, my t-shirt. I'll be in my Cave King jersey. That's that's the local Carlsbad crew, Cave Kings. There you go. Uh, we have probably two jerseys and tons of different shirt designs we use. Mm-hmm. And then shorts. I'll just be in a pair of just some basketball shorts, tennis shoes. I try to find the most comfortable shoe I can wear. Right now would be my my probably my Adidas Ultra Boost. Okay. I mean, super comfortable. Oh yeah. Just you're on your feet all day long. There's no point to have something that can't kill you. Um, I'll switch <laughs> it up every once in a while. I'll go with my Hey Dudes. That's like the unofficial cornhole shoe if you ever seen it. Okay. Like they're almost like Sanooks. Yeah, it's it's they're another like a like a sandal with like just fully covered sandal basically. Yeah, it's just another slip-on shoe. But if yeah. you if you pay attention like the ESPN broadcast and some uh-huh. of the online broadcasts, you'll see 
I'll say 80% of the field probably has a set of Hey Dudes on Hey Dudes. Okay, cool. If you have It makes tri- it a little cooler then. Yeah. Like the cornhole community is like, oh, this is swag. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's crazy that you think that, but it's, it's true. I mean, you yeah. have... Like I personally, with my patches, just for each group I've played and seen, I probably have about fifteen to twenty patches just mm. from across the country. Yeah, I mean that's what's so nice about this sport is you can literally pick a state, and you can find organized cornhole. Yeah, it's not like the NFL. It's not like certain places are just hot spots. No, it's across the country, and it doesn't have to be the biggest city. No, I mean it can be Carlsbad, New Mexico. Yeah, you can go Carlsbad. Yeah. There's people in our. I mean, there's a group out of Artesia. There's groups out of Clovis, Hobbs, Albuquerque. Farmington, I mean, you name it. There's you can find a group. Have you seen anybody? And and this is kind of like goes back to the wardrobe and style of people. Um, what is the wildest you've seen playing the sport, whether it's competitive or just being kind of crazy? And like, I mean, do you think gimmicks might come to the sport? Kind of like WWE, like like this guy, he always wears a crazy mask and and spandex, but he's a fantastic cornhole player. As far as the gimmick goes, there's no gimmick costume yet. Okay. I, I mean, yet. I'm, I'm saying that with that uh, with quotations around sure. yet because it's going to happen. you got to have some kind of flair to stand out. Okay. I mean, even if it's the old school Ric Flair, big old boas, you're talking WWE out we there screaming. we got to see it. Yeah. This has got to be you. No. no. I, you I, I become the automatic favorite once once this happens. I, I couldn't pull off a boa. I mean, I'm not feathery. <laughs> I'm not a feathery type of guy. Okay. But, I mean, you have your cost. You have your themed cornhole events. I mean, like, we'll... October comes around Halloween. Mm. You have Halloween costume events. So, I mean, yeah, why not have a gimmick every two? Sure. I like that. Okay. Very cool. All right, John. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. I love hearing about cornhole because it's not just like surface. It's not what you see on the surface. You don't just scratch it and then that's it. I mean, I, I'm good at cornhole now. It's not the way it goes. But uh, with that being said, John, I take you on in a uh, best of five games match. W- what's the outcome there? And I'll tell you the true outcome. <laughs> oh, you might think you know the true outcome. I'll be generous and say I'll give you okay. three to two wins. I'll, I'll wow. win it. I'll give you two games. That's nice. Because i got to warm up eventually. I'll go no okay. warm up and just let you have one, maybe two. Okay. And then I'll just be like, all right, it's over. No more. Fair enough. Okay. And uh, maybe we'll get this on camera. Uh, we possibly have some cornhole sets coming in we got to do a review for. And uh, we have some bags. Of course, we love to uh, give shout-outs to those as well because they were given to us as well. So uh, we'll have to get that on camera. And I'll put you away f- uh, three games to one. You say three to one. Three games to one. I will happily disprove, uh, prove you wrong on that. <laughs> Love to hear it. John, thanks again, man. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on, and we'll, uh, we'll have to do this again. Oh, yeah, anytime. Thanks for listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and join the conversation. Till next time, this is the All Sports Best Podcast. Ah!